Welcome to another episode of We're Gonna Have Words, where we discuss, debate, explore, and sometimes argue topics on life, love, relationships, and family. I'm your host, Mandy, along with my hubs. E-dub. What up, everybody? What up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. It is Saturday. It's sunny outside. Very hot. It is Juneteenth. It is officially Juneteenth today. Yes. And yesterday, finally made it a holiday. They did. Yeah. Yesterday, I well, let me go back. Thursday evening, a lot of people found out that they wouldn't have to go to work on Friday. I was one of those people. Uh, I had read that it was coming, that the president was going to sign it into law, but I didn't really know how it was going to affect me work-wise. And hmm. then once it was signed, the email started coming out. And next thing you know, Juneteenth is paid national holiday. Here we are. The first Here new national holiday since Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. Yeah, don't give me the line. I don't know all the deets. Yes, that was the last time, if I'm not mistaken, that was the last time a national law, I'm sorry, a national holiday was signed into law. And that was 1980. Eighty-four, something crazy like mm, that. Don't give me the line, cause I'm not really big on the history stuff. Yeah, yeah, but it is a national holiday, so you work for the government, you're gonna get a paid day off. Or if you have to work, it'll be time and a half for government yeah. workers. Regular folks, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You might have to still go and to private work. Private businesses, I don't. I think they they can determine whether they're gonna. Yeah, you still might have to go in. But June 19th, which is today's date, is the actual day yes it falls on a saturday you celebrate it on friday it falls on sunday you celebrate it on monday yes yeah, and so. mr history buff you want to give those people a lesson if they don't know what today is oh no that's it that's all you <laughs> that's all i got google it i do know no yeah the reason behind it but we're not going to go down that road today uh, yeah you can just google it look it up if you're really interested in what it means um so but we are here yeah, we are. Um, and you're looking very nice. I, I like our background today. Yes. The sunshine and the water. That's where we want to be. This is where we want to be. Somewhere right in paradise. Yeah, in and, the Caribbean somewhere. Yes, and now that we are, seem to be at least coming a little bit out of this pandemic, mm-hmm. we're not completely out from it. Okay, it's not over yet. Right. But we seem to be coming a little bit out of it some and um, hopefully a lot of the states will go to you know fully restriction free uh, people are going to be getting out I already see the changes in the neighborhood you see people yeah. walking around a little more you see cars in front of people's houses a little bit of normalcy things like that yeah so, yeah but I'm not there yet all the way me neither <laughs> you know there's still some 
still some places that require you to be in a mask regardless because uh, you know that's just what those businesses choose and so I respect whatever they decide um, and even though you go in some place and they say oh if you're fully vaccinated you don't have to be in a mask um, I am fully vaccinated you are fully vaccinated we I still, still wear, wear a mask, mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just because yeah. for the people that decide for their own personal reasons to not get vaccinated they probably didn't want to be wearing a mask in the first place and so right. now it's you know they don't have to so just as a way of continuing to protect myself protect our family until you know we get to a, a more level of comfortableness uh, around mixed company but what I mean by that is not family that's right vaccinated or anything right. like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm just going to keep doing that thing um, and hopefully by the end of this year you know Thanksgiving will be in full tilt. Christmas will be in a full tilt. Maybe we'll get a Macy's Day Parade this year. Mm-hmm. You know like that. I don't know. I think we'll you might see. be jumping the gun on that a little bit. I'm being... Pump your brakes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, being, I'm being confident that yeah, yeah. that's going to happen. Yeah, there's variants out there and things like that but you know, I'm confident that by the fall and into the beginning of 2022, you know, we'll, you know, there'll be pop-ups here and there, I'm sure, of, you know, outbreaks and might need a booster shot, you know, things like that. Right. But, you know. Yeah. Um, hopefully, they'll be a little bit closer to normal. So, can we talk about just for a second? Mm-hmm. Well, not just for a second, for a few minutes, what tomorrow is. Well, hence the balloons and stuff. No, no, I just want—I just want to make sure you're prepared to talk I about mean, it. I mean, it's because I came part of the topic. I came ready. Father's Day. So I hope you're ready. Mmm. See that look. Mmm. Mm, mm. No, I'm just gonna—I'm just gonna let you let you, you know, talk here. First, let me say this, and I speak for all the fellas out there: Don't cook tomorrow. Don't let your family, your woman, put you out on the grill in 95 degree weather to cook for yourself on Father's Day. So what you're saying is you feel like I've made you cook before on Father's Day? Listen. No. Yes, you have. I am not cooking anything tomorrow. If we don't have leftovers, you're going to have to eat cereal or Eggos or Pop-Tarts or something. Because I'm not cooking tomorrow. <laughs> Ain't nobody asking you to cook tomorrow. Okay. I was in the barbershop today. And the owner of the barbershop. I, mean, I don't know him all that well. But he's seen me enough in there. You know we speak. Mm-hmm. Hey what's up man how you doing. Things like that. So I walked in. He was like hey what's up man how you doing. I said oh, I'm good how about you. And he said man happy father's day. And he said it kind of loud. Mm-hmm. So it kind of caught me off guard because we weren't that far apart from mm-hmm. each other. He said, oh, there's a salon in the back of the barbershop. Oh. So he said, I said it loud enough so when the ladies walk by, they can hear because <laughs> they've been coming in and out and nobody said happy Father's Day. Oh. <laughs> I said, ah, got you. Mm. That is correct. He said, because if it was Mother's Day and we didn't say happy Mother's Day, it'd be a whole thing. I said, you're absolutely correct. It would be a whole thing. Said, I think you better let it go. Because we don't get let the go. love that we deserve on Father's Day. 
All right, go ahead. Get it out your system. It's nothing in my system. I just want to make sure that if you can sit and have a podcast, and not us, but other people have podcasts and talk for 20 minutes about Mother's Day, we can spend 20 minutes talking about Father's Day and how important fathers are. So, And I will let you go so you can talk about how important Father's Day is to you because of your dad. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. It's not a setup. You can just go ahead. It is a setup. <laughs> no, it's not. I promise. I already told my dad how I feel about him. So. Tell the people. No. Huh? No. That's between me and my dad. You know, I don't mean what you told him. I'm talking about how you feel about Father's Day. It, it, it is a little underrated. Mm. You know, I don't think um, I don't think it's intentional though. Mm. Um, I think it has something to do with society. You know, um, you know, you guys kind of like don't I, do as much I as we do. I sense some hesitancy in you discussing <laughs> and giving no. props. It's not in giving props. It's just I think commercially, it seems that it's. That Mother's Day is more celebrated, mm-hmm. but I think that depends on the situation. So, like, it's a it a, it kind of alarms me. Even though we talked about this before, it alarms me that you feel like, oh, you know, they go on already. You keep talking about it, and it makes me think I'm not doing enough to, you know, as you as the father of our child to, you know, make you feel like we appreciate you. Do you feel? you feel um, underappreciated? underappreciated? I would say that yes. Short answer. You feel underappreciated? Yes. But not specifically on Father's Day. Just oh, every day? As a father in general. But let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. So let's say our son needs something. He comes to the bedroom door. He knocks on the door. He says, Dad, I answer. I was like, what's up, kid? He's like, Dad, where's Mom? Like, Mom's in the bathroom or something. What do you need? Oh, I need to ask Mom a question. I said, okay, well, what's the question? Maybe I can answer the question for you. Mm-hmm. And it could be something, maybe he's looking for something. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, getting ready to do some laundry or something like that, and he wants to know what the appropriate settings are for something that he needs to watch, you know, gentle or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Yeah. So, instead of asking me because while I'm right there, he will wait to ask you. Even though I'm just as capable of answering the question. Right? Well, maybe so, he doesn't know that. Mm. No, if it comes, like, to the washing machine, then he's like, oh, mom's the one usually mm-hmm. doing the laundry, so mm-hmm. mom's gonna mm-hmm. know. Which is not true also. You do it sometimes. What I'm saying to you is, dads know stuff too. Dads can answer questions too. But the default is to go ask mom. And in mother's defense, sometimes dads say, go ask your mother. <laughs> okay. Right. But I mean, like, but, but even for you growing up, was that the same for you? Would you, would you go to your mom instead of asking your dad? Well, and don't use excuse because he was at work either. Well, it's part of the answer. Mm-mm. Is that 
when I was younger, and I would say my preteen years, I saw my mother more during the day because of their work schedules. Mm-hmm. He worked and he didn't come home until later on at night. So by the time he got home, it was, you know, go take a shower, finish your homework, whatever, start getting ready for bed. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't anything that I necessarily needed to hold on to to ask him for later because it's something that would come up during right. that time. Yeah. So it wasn't a, oh, I'm not going to ask mom, I'm going to ask dad. Until I got a little older, some things about, that I was thinking about was different. You know, in terms of hormones, girls, things like that. I wasn't necessarily comfortable with talking to my mother about my ass dad that question. Mm. Even though my mother, at least, would want to know if I was thinking about it, so she might ask. Mm-hmm. But there's just some things, you know, as a young man, you feel more comfortable asking your father about because you know he has the information because he's experienced it. But some things are awkward to ask your mother. Yeah. Especially about stuff like that. Well, um, yeah, about what, like, with boys asking their moms about, right. I guess, girls or whatever, but... um. But I think fathers go unappreciated or feel unappreciated just because over the years what they see in terms of the Mother's Day celebrations, it's heavily centered on outward celebration of the mother, right? You know, um, you see banners everywhere. On TV, you see Mother's Day sales at all the stores and you see um, flower advertisements. Um, you know, 1-800-Flowers, there's commercials everywhere, and you, get, you see ads, and... You know, yeah, it's sure, very commercialized. Sure commercialized. Commercial, commercialized. Like yeah. Post office is packed, make people sending the cards out, making sure I get there on time. And you don't Every, feel like, you just don't feel that the Father's Day is celebrated just... Because as, it isn't. I mean, let's they do... be real. I mean, okay, so let's... You know what happens on Father's Day when there's Father's Day sale? Home Depot. Home has, Depot. Yes. Tools. And 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 yeah, and home improvement stuff. Yes. But that's, that's what the Father's but, Day sale is about. But but generally that's what hap that's what you guys are usually into. The retail clothing and apparel they will have sales too. Um, I think that it's just hist- historically been this way. Mm-hmm. Which is unfair. Because, well, I mean, you know when no, you start seeing the Father's Day sale, maybe a few days before Father's Day, prior to Mother's Day. It's a whole couple of weeks when you start seeing those sales. I think and those it's advertisements. I think it's just the social part of it, because socially, mothers are made a big deal of, because of, since the beginning of time. In fairness. Yeah, because okay. it's but it's ingrained in us though. Because I mean, let's let's be real. Whenever it came down to like growing up and witnessing. The celebration of Mother's Day and then the celebration of Father's Day, it was a mm. drastic difference, right? Yeah. So you're grown up with that and you think, oh, of course, you learn from what it, you you see and you experience. And so it, that's just repetitive and it keeps repeating generation after generation. And so here we are. And dads get no love. Now, let me say this. Mothers, y'all carry the babies give birth so that connection and that we don't get that, no love for giving birth connection starts in the beginning 
all we are in the beginning are donors. That's it. That's all we are. But there's You're now no... listening to the Arrow Podcast. <laughs> all we are is donors in the beginning. Okay, so everyone dotes. I mean, think about it. You see um, a lady walking around, you see her belly sticking out, right? Everybody, oh, congratulations. I mean, the dad could be standing right next to her. Oh, congratulations. You know, you... You know, you're glowing, all this kind of stuff, right? When the when the woman is pregnant, right? Well, that's because she's what, what, physically what the, uh, going yeah. through it. Dad standing right there, don't say nothing to him. What, you don't say, oh, you're glowing, Dad. No, I don't mean that. I'm just saying it's like he doesn't exist in those moments. Because the baby got there somehow, so but it doesn't matter. you feel like you don't exist. Are you talking generally or are you talking personally? I'm going to get personal in a minute. But I'm just talking generally. Mm, okay. The dad does not exist. Right now, there are situations that happen where guys get a woman pregnant. He's not necessarily attached to her in any other way. There's that. Uh-huh. But there are plenty and of generations of fathers that were not just donors. They were there for their children. They loved their kids and they were around. And they helped to raise them and were very um, important parts of their child's life. Inspiration yes. to their child. And I'm sure those children, those fathers feel love from their children. I bet more, you they felt underappreciated on Father's Day too. You think so? Of course. Okay, fellas. If you're a dad, do you feel underappreciated on Father's Day? So I want to explore this a little bit more because yeah, not finished. Check it out. <laughs> so when I was growing up, <laughs> oh no, I'm on it. When I was growing up, now I'm gonna get personal instead of being general. As a kid, <clears throat> Mother's Day come, Dad says, "Hey, you know, it's Mother's Day. You know, it's whatever we're gonna do. Whether we're gonna go out for brunch or you know, get our card or we're gonna get flowers or whatever we're gonna do. Mom on Mother's Day. Father's Day comes around." Uh, Hey, uh, got a card for your dad. Sign this card. Right. No problem. Hey, dad, love you. Or I got this present for your dad. You have to let's just use tie or belt or something like that, for instance. Father's Day comes around. You wake up. Hey, dad, happy Father's Day. Love you. Go right back to whatever you was doing. Right. And I Mother's mean, Day similarly. Is all morning, afternoon situation because Mother's Day is we going to church. Possibly, uh, all the ladies are dressed up, guest pastor, church is a little bit longer than it usually is because it's a Mother's Day celebration. Because moms, about, moms usually go far and beyond now, with, there's exceptions to every mm-hmm. situation. So I'm sure there's some, what, do you, what would you say, deadbeat moms out there or whatever. Mm-hmm. But usually moms go above and beyond without being asked to do so. The church is hot. Because it's extra packed on yeah, Mother's because Day, so you got they they set up the extra chairs in the aisles because there's no space in the pews, or they opened up the alternate. I um, mean, there's so many reasons behind that, though. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look mm-hmm. at the roles just between the male female roles, you know, women were expected to raise the kids. Women were at home raising the kids. The men were off working. Mm-hmm. So it was that that connection there. So it was like in celebration. Mm-hmm. Of, I'm, I'm I'm not finished. 
So. No, I'm saying, but you, you have to be fair because it's not like a total disregard. This is generational. I this mean, is, you know, because I, I remember, I remember not doing much for my dad. See, look at day tomorrow, and I'm not even get a chance to talk. See what <laughs> no, but then I think it's important for uh, as parents to instill that, you know, like hey, we celebrate it, both, both of them. Yeah, we'll get there. So back to church on Sunday. They didn't open up the auxiliary room people to sit and listen to the sermon because there's so many people in the main part of the church they broke they don't broke out the fans because it's hot in there you know them old school Martin Luther King Jr. fans you know what I'm talking about see them in church like this on the little sticks on the mm-hmm. popsicle sticks yes I know they what you're talking just about because it's hot this is what's happening in the church this is what you're gonna do Father's Day, Day weekend is complain so that's not, all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to let you go ahead and go and you're going to feel like caca poo tomorrow. Not complaining. Simply explaining. That just makes me think Thank that you. whatever so, it is that we do for you tomorrow will just go on. No, no. Just, I'm talking about go, the history. Just go un- unappreciated, unnoticed I'm because you're just going to be stuck in your feelings and it's just not going to be <laughs> enough. I'm talking about the history of how things have gone. We're not talking about tomorrow. I give you the moon you be like, meh. Next podcast. We'll talk about what happened on Father's Day. No. So, after church, if you're not eating at the church, going to eat Why somewhere. Why are we still talking about Mother's Day? You're supposed to be talking about Father's Day. I am talking about Father's Day. After church, you go out to eat, maybe, or you go over to somebody's you house to sleep. for a big Mother's Day celebration. You have dinner, maybe you do a couple presents, you got the flowers on the table, whatever it is, right? Cool, awesome. Father's Day, none of that happens. But here's the thing. We've been having conversation after conversation. I've asked you time and time again, hey, babe, what do you want, what do you want for Father's Day? No, you nothing. What, what, what can I do for you? Father's Day. Mm, you know, I don't want any trouble. That's just me. But when you're talking about. But you can't dads sit back general, and say that dads are not, and which includes yourself, mm-hmm. are not celebrated. When I try to ask you specifically what you want, because I don't want to get it wrong, so I'm going to ask you exactly, mm-hmm. and then you say, oh, no, nothing, and then be mad or feel underappreciated because nothing was done. We'll see. We'll see Monday morning how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll see how I feel Monday morning. You think you're disappointed now. <laughs> but I know a lot of good dudes that are good fathers to their kids. The and, they, and they go underappreciated. The military. And they're telling you, man, my kids don't even appreciate me. I'm not putting nobody out there. You're the not military. saying no names. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, no, right now I'm talking about understanding that there are good dudes out there that are yes. um, good fathers to their sons or daughters. You know, they still married to their kid's mother. With them, been married, you know. But that doesn't make them less um, of a father if they're not married to the No, no, I'm, I'm being specific about my example. Mm. Um, it's been around, you know, they're there and they're doing their thing. I also know um, dads that weren't still with their mother and were still a fixture in their child's life, mm-hmm. right? Um, which is awesome um, because I think that in either situation, you know, that dads are very important when you're talking about the upbringing of a child. Of course. For different reasons, right? Because yeah. a, a dad can, you know, give his daughter 
little pointers about how men are going to be. And of course, no, well, that, the dad that, is an example, right? Of, of course, as son, you trying to raise a man, which brings right. with it a lot of um, responsibility and pressure because you want your son to go out there and be, you know, a, to grow into a good man, a good responsible man, you know, that can handle his business when he gets older. Um, so you know, there's a lot of, it's a lot there to. To process and to go through and things you want to do and accomplish, and then because you want your, your your children, daughter or son, to be able to grow up and when it's time for them to go out to the world, that they're good. You always be there for them, but you know you want them to be set up for success. And you want to be able to be there for them whenever they need you. If they have to reach back and ask questions or get advice, yeah, or anything like that. So um, it's a lot of pressure. Um, to it's to be a father. Not that there's isn't pressure to be a mother. I'm just saying in a different aspect. Yes. Okay. Um, so I think that you know fathers just as much as mothers deserve the love, deserve the appreciation. Yes, I agree. Deserve the accolades for being there for their kids and and I don't mean just in a provider kind of way, right? I'm not talking about just going out to work and and bringing back that no, money. No, like building a relationship, like, that, right? like having a relationship. Yeah, I'm not just yeah. talking about that. Um, but that's just one, just one piece. I'm talking about, you know, actually being in their child's life and being someone the kids can talk to, exactly. being some, being, being, and being accepting and not judgy and, right, and all of that. And I think sometimes that, that the father-child dynamic has the potential to to be that um, mm-hmm. that they're afraid to talk because, like growing up, my dad was like uh, mostly the authority figure. Mm-hmm. Like it was like wait till your dad gets home whenever we were acting up, you know. And so it was kind of like oh, you know. And he he actually said he was like you guys go to your mom all the time. You'd be surprised how many times I tell you yes. Because we're afraid. <laughs> we're just going to assume that he's going to say no. Right. You know, and so, you know, mom would be like, go ask your dad. No, shoot, I don't want to do that because he's for real. He's for real going to say no. Because it was just that the dynamic, you know, he didn't, you know, it was like as a kid, you you didn't want your dad to come home from working all day and to hear that you've been acting up. And now you got to oh, get, yeah. now you got to get scolded or get in trouble because now, you know, and and it goes to the point where you're like, mm, I can't talk to him because he might, he might want to, you know, give me a spanking or put me on restriction or something. I'm sure. telling him I messed up, you know, but mama's like, cause, because mothers are that nurturing, um, almost like we love you no matter what and christian probably feels that way because he used to tell him that since he was since he could understand what i was saying to him Mm -hmm. you know i love you no matter what no matter what i love you and so you know they have kids that usually have the understanding that mom's there you know that no matter what but you know dad comes in you know with his armor on as he was raised to have and it's like wait a minute no i gotta have this armor on with him mm-hmm. so you know if he's a boy then he's probably like oh dad where's his armor i gotta wear my armor too and it's not that he's actively thinking that he's just emulating what he sees right so um you know it just kind of comes i think that if we start raising our boys to feel more comfortable with their emotions and their feelings and feeling okay about having feelings 
and not having to wear this armor of strength all the time, then I think that that would come out more in their parenting whenever they get older. So then they can teach their kids and then those ki their kids can understand that we're human. We can have feelings. We don't have to put on this I'm strong all the time facade, you know, and feel more comfortable with talking to both. So both parents can be nurturers and uh, symbols of strength and whatnot. I'm, I'm a different parent than how I was parented because primarily because you know we're just in a different time now things are just yeah you know information is it's everywhere and social media and the outside influences and things like that they were outside influences when I was growing up but it was different yeah um, so you know it's I have to parent different than how I was parented you know from a disciplinary standpoint it's different mm-hmm you know gener generationally when we were growing up in the generation before that it was you know got a whip and you got a spanking if you went wrong and you know as parents we didn't no it's like if your siblings did something <laughs> you got one too. True too and it was like oh yeah y'all not gonna y'all not gonna give it up you're not gonna then everybody then everybody got one or it was like y'all just pressed it well at least i come from uh i have siblings so right. Close to my age, closer to my age than YouTube. Then I do, yeah. Yeah. So, did you ever get in trouble for? A few times. I, I'm. It may have been more than that, but we're so far apart in age. It was a little bit different. The, they were they're closer in age, so I'm sure they, they probably, were yeah. <laughs> experienced it more than I did. Um, but you know, just as far as discipline and things like that, it's just a it's just a bit different, just because, you know, what we decided. Plus, probably what I decided before that, before we even talked about it. It's like, hey, you know, maybe we can work this out without having to give him a weapon. <laughs> you know right. I mean? um, well, it depends on temperament of kids, too. Yeah. That's some true. kids take take the spanking like nothing, like, and. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you need a spanking restriction, all of the above. Right, right. So, for you to yeah. learn. Yep, so. I mean, you know, that's frowned upon these days with the whole physical yeah, discipline. That's thing. It worked for us. Anyways, but yeah, uh, being being a father in in this day and age, and still having to go out into the world and all the things that's happening now that are added on to what was already going on, and having to be so careful when you're outside the house, you know, because the the thought of going out to do whatever job it is that you do. You want to come home to your family. You want to come home to your kids if you have kids, right? Yeah. So you can, you can be the father for them that they need to navigate the world that's out there. Mm -hmm. Because you're out there and you're, you're getting information. Okay. You're gathering this data. You're, you're um, figuring out what it takes to maneuver, and you need to give that information to your kids, even mm -hmm. though your kids are probably smarter than you. <laughs> in different ways there's still things that they mm -hmm. don't know there's still things that a father can teach their kids whether they're teenagers or adults right um, that they need to get through this world because sometimes you gotta reach back I call my I call my dad and ask him things um, I, I'm you know I'm I don't call my mother and tell my mother I called my dad to ask him things I just call my dad 
you know, right. to ask them questions about mm-hmm. things that I, I might be wondering or um, curious about. And so he's always been there for me to, to do that. And my dad's not a big talker necessarily. Um, or he wasn't when I was growing up. He wasn't a huge talker. But let's call him and talk to him and we, and we can chat. And we can talk about whatever. He's never not answered a question that I had for him. Yeah. Me and my Until dad talk feel, a lot. We talk about all all kinds of things. Yep, so I feel like, you know, that's important to to have that there. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, let's, let's put a button on the Father's Day and move on to our other topic. So Yeah, somebody's got a birthday coming up. Yeah, what? We're not talking about that. What? So, no. So, oh, that's the balloon. Father's so, Day. Your birthday. Fellas, enjoy your Father's Day tomorrow. Happy Father's Take Day. See, time. we didn't do a Mother's Day um, podcast, but we are doing a Father's Day oh, podcast. So see? It's just how it worked out with the timing. No, so, we fellas, could have done it, but we didn't. Y'all so, get see? Y'all get enough. Uh, what? <laughs> fellas, enjoy your wow. day. Relax. Happy Father's Day, you guys. You know what I mean? Um, take a little time to yourself if you can. Because some fathers have to work tomorrow, even though it's Father's Day. Take some time for yourself. Relax. Stay out that hot sun. No reason to be on the grill tomorrow. Just what if they want yourself. to be on the grill tomorrow? I mean, if that's what, what you if enjoy, that, that's their Father's do your Day thing. thing. Um, what if they, what if they just got this really cool grill for Father's Day and they want to do the thing? Do exactly. Like they want to smoke something or, you know, smoke a, what you call it? What do you call it? A, a roast? Or what do you call it? What do you call the things they be smoking? They put in a smoker. You can put anything in the smoker. You got to be more specific. Uh, what's it called? Like, uh, the the cut of the meat. Whatever. You're talking about like a brisket or something? Like yeah. That? There you go. You can smoke a brisket. Mm-hmm. And your new smoker grill that, just, that, that you proves, got for Father's Day. That just proves this topic is not for you. So <laughs> let's move on to... Move on to the other part. Yes. Uh, work-life balance and stress. Yes, ma'am. So it was um, presented by... Mm. One of our listeners. Yeah. I don't think he's on today, but that's all right. Um, my boy Miguel, he wanted to talk about um, if we could spend a few minutes. The name we mentioned it. Oh, well, it was just mentioned. It's a shout out. Um, about how that we are now starting to make a transition out of lockdown. Okay. What took place during that, I would say, 18 months, basically almost right of people making the transition from going out every day to working to being at home all the time doing the remote working and how for some people remote working didn't necessarily mean a break because you know depending on what kind of job you had you had to log into a computer and you had to be on there all day you had to be doing something well yeah within your 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 framing time i think I think what happened, what happened for some people, not necessarily for you, with the whole remote remote working thing, is that you're used to working in an office. So you go to the office, you do your 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 time, right, and then you clock out and you leave, right, and then you're on your way home, and then you're off, right. Hopefully, not unless you're on one of those I'm on call 24/7 type jobs, right. But when you're working from home you're working from home. So it's real easy to be like, oh, I'm clocking in 
but I never quite clock out because I'm doing work from the couch or I'm doing work from the dinner table or I'm uh, taking emails after hours and that, you know, your eight hour day turns into 10 hours or so on and so forth. And then maybe, you know, the, the, your boss pushes the limits because you're at home. Uh, hey, we need this done not now right now how about work through the weekend right. thinking that it's okay of, just because right just because you're yeah mm-hmm. thinking you ain't got shit else to do right. but you do because you have a life and then you have in inject workaholic mentality because people have those like work 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 right uh want to work longer hours and then when you insert the remote they, they're like oh yeah this is but then burnout happens Definitely. And everybody was at home. So it wasn't just you that was affected by it. You're there, your your kids or your wife or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, was there. And so I believe everyone was thinking, Oh, well, I'm working from home, I'm gonna have all this extra time to And some people did. <laughs> some people did. Yeah, some people um, managed. Yeah, but for some it was, hey, at eight o'clock I have to be in front of this computer on teams or Zoom meetings, yes. you know, for hours and talk on a zoom meeting when you could have just sent me an email <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to talk about that yeah there um and if you have a boss or work for a company that you know just as they were getting into it you know hey you got to give me more because because we're not in front of each other now more production has to come out right of what we're doing so you know they put that pressure on you to just be working all the time like you said Mm-hmm. And so that definitely could cause its own separate level of stress. Well, yeah. Plus the anxiety from the pandemic that was right. going on. Right. So, yeah. So it's it's almost like it could possibly be that perfect storm of things. You have a workaholic that, that wants to do the extended hours with a boss that expects the weekends to insert stresses from the pandemic and or the micromanaging of people of of, of uh, supervisors and managers that are not used to their people working remotely feeling like they have to watch every move and they can't because they're not in the office um and here you have this perfect storm of this imbalance of work and private life and then how does that affect the family your spouse the kids because i just recently read an article that was like people that went from having to do the commute and then working remotely actually got to spend more time with their family because of the commute time. So mm. the commute time was was eliminated and so that allowed more time to for either for them to clock in earlier and do the work and finish early, do the work early and finish early or um, that they were just able to spend the commute hours spending time with their family or even um, even that they're more productive mm-hmm. from going from the office to being remote. Because mm-hmm. you know, because some people like I'm the type that would I would rather work from home because the distractions in the office is I'd be more productive. The inner workings of the office. To yeah, keep it yeah. Life and the- yeah. The water cooler discussion. Yes. <laughs> like that. You know, I, they, uh, in the office drama. They, yeah, they would get a whole lot more work from me if I could work. <laughs> right. Um, and the 
I didn't know that I could get tired of watching somebody else talk during a meeting. Oh, I thought she was going somewhere else with it. No, no, because you have, you know, because in order for some of these companies to, you know, want to keep you engaged, to feel like you're earning your money, the switch was to, oh, we need to have a Teams meeting or we need to have a Zoom meeting. And next thing you know, you're in a meeting for three hours of different people talking and you can't get that time back. You're just sitting there, but it's not actually productive. I didn't know that that can make you tired, but I learned that it can. That's that's (laughs) mental exhaustion right there. sitting in front of a computer, and I'm not actually working. I'm just listening. And people are talking, but they're not really saying much. Correct. You're going around this, the different people's homes or wherever they are, and someone wants wants to talk for 20 minutes. Someone wants to talk for another 20 minutes. And if that other person you got feels 30 like, people on the panel <laughs> right if that other person feels like they're more important than the person that just talked now they got to go 25 right right <laughs> because, oh i'm more important than you because of whatever so i need to talk longer it is so unnecessary and so you end up just feeling that when you're sitting in front of the computer three hours have gone by and you're just like ah oh. <laughs> Yeah, oh wait, let me make sure my, let me make sure my camera's off before I react. <laughs> and I'm on mute. So I don't say anything crazy while right. somebody might be on there talking that I have never liked. I didn't like them when I was in the office and I definitely don't like them now. So let me mm-hmm. make sure my computer's on mute. Um, and so that, I think everyone has that work experience. Yep. And so you get that you get that stress on which and of course stress is relative, but you get that stress and then the how do you figure out the rest of your day around that how do you balance um, that and of course it changed in the beginning it was very laid back while companies were figuring it out and once they figured it out everything ramped up and it went crazy yeah because they wanted more productivity right because they're like we're paying you so you should be doing a b and c so things got hectic yeah and you know how would you balance um, your life around it and while those things change for you, you were also affected by how things were happening for your the rest of your family. Right. You know, it's not just you that these things um, happen. You know, is there going to be school? Is there not going to be school? Is school going to be remote? Is two days a week, three days a week? You know, yes. it throws your entire yes um, routine off mm-hmm. until you had time to adjust. But while those things were adjusting, you know, things might have been getting more stressful at work. So it was a constant run through of adjustments throughout the year of trying to figure out. And of course, unfortunately, some people lost their jobs in the pandemic. Right. So that work-life balance became just a life stress balance. Yeah. And, you know, that now that just completely throws, you know, through everything. Unfortunately... You know, I, I wasn't affected in that manner. Right. But, you know, people were. So yes. I was definitely, you know, a, a tough time and people are still coming out of it, still still not working, still trying to get back on and get jobs. And, you know, one thing these companies I figured out is, oh, maybe we don't need as many people as we had before. How can we cut? <laughs> How can we mm, save? Mm-hmm. How can we save? 
overhead. Companies making millions of dollars. How can we figure out how can we can cut these some of these? Well, they need costs. to leave some of the jobs remote. Right. Yes, they can do that. First but, thing that first thing to go is people. You know what, what I mean? To go for no, I'm saying they would they would save overhead if they don't have uh, have to pay for office building or big right. building to hold all these people when people can. People who have the capability of working from home can work from home. Right, but if they got that lease, they have that lease already. That's still got to be paid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean. So how do know, we? How do we? Going forward, yeah, like how do because, we cut this? Because I believe there was a point in time before the pandemic where companies were pulling back from uh, remote jobs because mm-hmm. of that whole, oh, you know, um, they feel like their employees should have face-to-face interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, or they can't micromanage, can't really uh, supervise their remote workers, and you know, mm-hmm. it's like we're all adults here, really. You know, right. give a person a chance before you just pull remote opportunities off the table, mm-hmm. because I believe it's a chance to save money for a company. But right. and anyway, you know, if you're imagine you're in one corner of the house on the computer, I'm somewhere else in the house on the laptop working. You know, we maybe you don't have time to really interact because you have to go to your quote-unquote offices. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. um, and then some people weren't even able to work remote. So imagine the the wife is at home working remote and the husband has to go out because mm-hmm. some places just didn't shut down. And then the the, the person working r- remotely at home um, had the kids to also tend to in between, right. you know. Yeah, that could be difficult. Um, it, there's a lot of stressors. But to men that, you know, I always go back to communication. Mm-hmm. And then and then there's that. Because w- what makes me question is, like, if you're, if you're a workaholic, would you rather work than spend time with your family? And if that's a yes, why? Yeah, what happens when communication doesn't work? What happens when... Communication may not be the fix because a person is so stressed from work and you get into the routine where you might be working 10, 12 hours a day and the only thing you want to do maybe grab something to eat and then relax. You don't want to deal with anything else. You understand what I'm saying? You don't want to deal with anything else. You don't want to do anything else. You don't you. want to, but right, because your responsibilities don't stop. Well, I understand the responsibilities don't stop, but what I mean is you, you're just stressed and you're drained, and so you just want to chill. You know, whether that's watching TV, reading a book, or whatever it is you do, and you just don't want to deal with anything else for the rest of the day. And then, you know, once or twice that happens, it's okay, but that can build but, up yeah, yeah. over time. Well, I mean, well. I think there, there, there's a there's a set of priorities like in your relationship for instance where you have you have you know the 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 hustle and bustle of the house you know work all of those things but you have to set a priority so you can't let the relationship with the marriage of the family go sideways because of your dedication to your job over your family and the reason why I say this is because this is just my opinion, but I feel more and more like companies don't really care about you. Mm, that's true. Um, that you could 
die tomorrow and they replace you in two weeks. Um, so while you're busting your ass, you're killing yourself, you're stressing yourself out, working, they can't ever compensate you for this time that you've lost with your family. Now go and do your do your eight hours a day or whatever it is you, you get your, your job is set up for, right? But to go be a, above and beyond what you're compensated for cannot replace that family time. So when you're talking about, oh, you're so stressed that you don't want to you don't want to talk about it. You don't. You gotta let your other person in. Like if you're stressed from work, then it would be up to you to say, "Babe, you know I'm stressing from work." You know, and of course I'm your person, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I can to help remove some things off your plate. But if I start to feel like all you want to do is just be stressed from work and not participate in the family or the relationship of the upkeep of it, then it's like, what, what happens? Did you say two weeks? Like, it, it's less than that. You might not even be in the ground good before they got somebody else in your chair, mm. in your in your cubicle, mm-hmm. doing that job. Okay. I'm saying they'll put that notice out quick. So it would be on Indeed immediately after, <laughs> yes. and they doing interviews. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because um, that's just how some of these companies go. I'm sure some are more personable, but. Yeah. Um, some of these companies, some of these jobs, listen. They don't. They don't care what you got they, going on at care. home. They don't care. No. They feel so, like we paying you, and that's all they care about. And you know what? And you know we are so. Our society is so like work, 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 mm-hmm. work all the hours. Talk about how early we got up. Talk about how many hours we worked. Why? Like you know, you you've been oh I've been I've been here since such and such. I didn't leave into such and such, and it's like right. why did you do that? <laughs> and who cares? <laughs> and don't be getting paid overtime. Right. Uh, are you are you partnering with the company? Do you own some of this stuff? No. Oh, well, that's just dumb. Does your family miss you? You better you know? stop it. Because. Don't don't overstress and. You know, I, I get that whole grind, right? If you're an entrepreneur, you are busting your ass for you. You know, you working around the clock because you got this dream that you're trying to fulfill. I get it. That I get. And there comes a little bit of sacrifice with that. You have a conversation with your family. You know, hopefully everyone is on board. And you sit down and you say, this is what's going to happen. This is what it's going to entail. But this, there's the light at the end of the tunnel. And this is where we're going to be at. And we're going to be better off for it for this sacrifice of temporary time, right? But to just be going busting your ass for a company that will just replace you tomorrow if you, it's just not worth it. And then talk to your person. And we understand, trust me, we understand bills and yes. um, things that come up that need to be taken care of because you just get into that. I mean, get through your hours. I yeah, mean, get your you paycheck. Know. Yeah, yeah, get your money. Yeah. Because you you get into it, it's like, man, I gotta pay, I gotta keep these lights on, so I gotta do what I gotta do. But sometimes to do what I gotta do gets gets muddy. Yes. Because what does that mean exactly? Yeah. Because you know? we we are in a society that that wants to like we have to prove ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to go above and beyond. But you're not getting paid above and beyond. Above and beyond is not on your job description. I gotta you know? do the next thing so I can I can get to the next spot to get more money to take care of whatever it is that you have to take or, care of. Yeah, or you're, you're busting your ass to get to the next level and they're not promoting. 
true. You got some companies that just don't do that. They're just really comfortable with not promoting within. Some companies do, some companies don't. You got those that are just are stagnant and they're not Well they throw they throw you a little something. Like like some throw you a few crumbs. A little fifty cent. <laughs> right. Throw you a few crumbs at the you know, get maybe get a small bonus at the end of the year. <laughs> a little new something Shoot. at the top of the year. Call you in the right. office and be like we have we have an exciting announcement yes. for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna increase your pay. Oh yeah. yeah. Fifty cent. Fifty cent. If you don't I need to get back to my desk. <laughs> See, <laughs> this is why y'all don't get above and beyond right. for me. Call me in here for that. <laughs> <laughs> you working hard trying to take care of yourself and your family and and that's what happens. Yes. So I know. wanna I wanna place a footnote because sometimes okay. whenever I say things I wanna place a footnote. I am not, by all means, saying that you're supposed to go to work and do the bare minimum, mm-hmm. right? You know, you there's some of us have that we do the best that we can do within our knowledge, whatever. So you go and do you, but don't bend over backwards. Don't don't go overextend yourself for what you will not be compensated for. I'm saying, if you gonna get what you pay me an hour for, I'm just saying that's. Because I, you know, I don't, yeah, I see you going on vacation. I can't go on vacation. Cause, right. You know what I mean? That's, I got PTO. I can't even take it. Um, no, look, don't, no question. I'm going to be where it is I have to be. You know, I, I got to be at work at 8 o'clock. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with having good work ethic. No problem. And for those eight hours, nine hours, whatever it is, I'm going to do my thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to earn my keep. You know, I don't yeah. expect anybody to give me anything for free. I'm going to earn mine to begin Right, mine. right. But at the end of the day, at 3.30, 4 o'clock, whatever it is, time I get off and it's time to get out of there and turn my desk light off, hey, I am gone. Yeah. And please do not call me later this evening because I'm not answering the phone. Right. <laughs> I am off. And and there's that like there's that, that line of where the expectation of you to answer the phone call after hours. Because people can get to you because yeah. of the cell phones. Yeah, and it's like once that... Because you, you, you can build that, that access. You can grant people your, your, your manager that access to you, you know, or your employer that access to you where they feel like they can reach out to you after hours. Um, and, you, and you somehow feel a sense of obligation to answer the phone. Right. Because it's all tied into, oh, I got to do what I got to do so I can get this this promotion or I can get more money or whatever right. so I have, to, I have to give up my time you know and you know I don't you know you don't have to right <laughs> you know what I right. mean you make a decision to you're, do that you're set at so many hours you're supposed to clock in the week right. so after that time turn off the email notifications you silence <laughs> that you silence you know, screen your phone calls nope it's after whatever time you get off that's not happening and you take your time and you be present in your your family's life. Now, I, I have a relationship with, with my lead where occasionally there's text messages that come out in the evening for what's going to happen the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it may be something like that. But it's never another set of work hours right. in the evening. Now, okay, so I will say this. There are times when your manager your supervisor is just super cool mm-hmm. 
you know, and you won't, you don't, you won't mind taking a call or if they need something like, Hey, sorry, it's, it's you know, I know it's after hours, but they won't abuse it. You know what I mean? Sometimes right. you, you, you are blessed to work with super cool people. And you're then those are the times where you're, you know what, I'll take this phone call and I'll do this because of the rapport, because they make you feel appreciated for what you do. You know what I mean? You have those types of um, relationships at work, but when you don't and the person is just abusing it or abusing your work ethic, then that's a problem. And you can get so concerned about how do you move up, what you know, how do you. How, how, I, how am I going to mm-hmm. get this bag, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And so then you got that stress going because you constantly feel like you have to be doing something. Right. To to keep things moving. Yeah, it's that work, work, work so, mentality. Right, so all day at work, you, you're just on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then when you're not and at then, work, you're on it inside right, your you, brain. And you bring that home with you. Yes. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And, and, and in this case, bringing it home with you means, oh, I'm leaving the office of the laptop and I'm going over to the couch <laughs> to, mm-hmm. the, to the table to eat and I haven't left because there's mm-hmm. no separation or even worse you're taking the laptop and your phone or whatever with you with at the dinner you. table and you're you're multitasking and mm-hmm. pretending Correct. to spend time with the family you're pretending to have dinner right. with the family when you have your face and your laptop or your phone yeah right. so I haven't mm-hmm. haven't separated because you know when before all the pandemic you know like you talked about the commute so your work day is that whole time mm-hmm. from the time you wake up to start getting dressed you know get in the car get on the train whatever it is and do that in the reverse on the way home yeah that could be 12 13 hours mm-hmm. depending on how far you have to go and, mm-hmm. and traffic can be crazy some days yeah so you could get up at six and you not home till five five thirty and then there's the time of okay i need to catch my breath <laughs> you know what i mean Hey, honey, what time is dinner? Okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you walking in the door and you still got work to do when you walk in the door. Yeah. So now, leading up to time of dinner, you haven't decompressed whatsoever. Nope. Then it's dinner. You don't then process you gotta, that stress. You right. have to process stress. Exactly. Yes. And then whatever's happening in the house, which even though things might be calm that day, things are not ever finished you right. know what I mean? mm-hmm. so you have to deal with that's that life balance that you're talking about there mm-hmm. when you're trying to instead of you fitting work into your life you're fitting life into your work mm-hmm. right okay and work is a priority over life and 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 you know your work is here you know, and your family's right there, mm-hmm. you know, and they'll start feeling that after a yeah. while. They'll start seeing those differences where it'll be, oh, I'm not even going to try and create this these moments with you because I know you're not going to be able to give me your full attention. Right. Because either A, you're so stressed from work mm-hmm. or you're so focused on what it is you're trying to do next that you can't fully um, put yourself into what we're trying to do. Right around here and in here and you know to to get to enjoy life a little bit yeah you know what i mean because you work 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 i mean you work till you 65 67 whatever the retirement age is now okay yes <laughs> right <laughs> you got another 12 15 years maybe before you die okay and what did you do right you know what when was the last time you took a vacation right a real vacation 
when you just I shut mean, it I down. Think, I think we should be taking many vacations, so yeah, like, when you, you just know, regularly. shut it down. I'm talking about you. I'm not taking my laptop. None of that mm-hmm. is happening. We're and going. Where, we're going, and it's over. Right. We're gonna sit here and we're gonna wherever you go. We're gonna sit here and relax. Mm-hmm. And you know, part of the thing is a lot of people probably have a lot of PTO right now because they weren't taking vacation. Right. During the pandemic. Right. Um, everybody out there, take your PTO. <laughs> right. Okay. Because that's another thing. Days. I think we're I think we're the we're the only country that works as much as you know, like other countries they, they take the they take the time. They get a whole lot more time off too. Yes. And they work less and they, they, they have less stress induced uh, health issues. Um but I wanted to also mention just like you have boundaries when you're dealing with your relationships, individual relationships, you also have to have boundaries in your work mm-hmm. life. You know? That's like uh uh-uh. uh boss man or boss lady you're not going to be asking me to work all the weekend oh no <laughs> oh no take your time because you know that oh. little salary oh you get paid salary trick that's just a way to not pay you for overtime yep. trickerations and I hope everyone knows and understands you don't have to tell anybody what you're going to do with your PTO you Yeah. take your PTO oh man people be so nosy you go to your boss like- now I need to take a couple days off why Hey man, listen. They're not supposed to ask you listen. that. Matter of fact, I don't people volunteer the information, but I believe I think it varies. It may not vary. Maybe federally enforced, but you're not supposed to ask. Well, forget about to. whether or not you're supposed to ask. Is that I don't have to tell you? No, you don't have to tell. I have have many hours of PTO. I'm going to take a couple of days off. Here's my request. Mm-hmm. I need Friday. I, I won't be here Friday. And it's, it's not none that, of the business. Yeah, it's not that. Hey, I need Friday and Saturday off, or Thursday and Friday off. I'm taking Thursday and Friday off. Right. I have 500 hours of PTO. I'm gonna take 16 of them. Yeah. I'll see y'all on Monday. Yeah, I don't. I don't really <laughs> like that whole. Can I get Friday and yeah, Friday that's off? Crazy. It's like permission, like um, just I don't like that's it. That's crazy. Why you give me this PTO if I can if I can't? Yeah, we gonna take give it. you PTO, but we gonna tell you when you can take it or not. Right. That is so crazy to me. No. You know, take your time off, get your relaxation on, you know, turn off, close the shades, close the curtains, you know what I mean? Yeah. And just, just chill, you know and, what I mean? Yeah. And, and do nothing. And, and, and part of that, that the creating the boundaries for work is also a form of you establishing your self-worth and value. Because if you don't um, have established those boundaries, you don't, then anyone, you know what I mean? You don't have that, that cutoff point. And because of society, we were like, almost like drilling into us that we have to be working, we have to be working, any downtime is like, you're lazy. You know what I mean? What, what was this, you know, why not, why not work smarter, not harder? You know, why is it, why, why are you bragging about being here 16 hours? Uh, when uh, uh, you you could have maybe got that done in less, mm-hmm. what was you doing? And or you're, you're not getting paid for it. That's <laughs> not that's not that's not like what you want a cookie. And there's nothing wrong with taking a day off for yourself. And what I mean by that is, you know, people save up PTO vacation time or sick time or whatever it is 
No, have. no people save PTO for sick days. <laughs> right. Because they work, they work, they work, they work, they work themselves sick, and then they have to use PTO because they don't, they don't feel good. Yeah. And some companies only offer certain things. Yeah. So, but what I mean is, so sometimes you'll take a day off because someone in your family has something that you want to be at. So you say, oh, I'm going, I need, Oh right. I'm going to take Wednesday off because of something, of something. Yeah. Right? My child is doing this, so I want to be there or something like that. So that's the only time you actually take a day off mm-hmm. is when event, an event is happening. Right. What I'm advocating for is just take a day for, for yourself. yourself. Yes. Just say, you know what? I'm going to take next Wednesday off just because. I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. I'm not going to stress. I'm not going to worry about what's happening at the office, in the office, or I'm, I'm not going to worry about these Zoom meetings yeah. or anything like that. And just take eight hours. Yeah. Just take it. Because I promise you, if you let them, they will work you to death, like you said. Yeah. And now that affects your stress level. It affects your home life and you and it's off and you don't really get to enjoy, excuse me, you don't really get to enjoy the time that you should be enjoying. Yes. You know, I had someone ask me, one of of my friends said, um, he was asking me about um, this job. Mm -hmm. This wasn't recent. This was some time back. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, man, y'all want to I want to get this other job um, that pays more money. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, oh, cool, you know, cool, do that, congratulations, right? And we kind of talked through the job a little bit, and the job paid more money, but the job also required a weekend day. Mm. And so <laughs> um, mm. I said, listen. Mm. Like six days a week working? Two times a month, you'd have to work a weekend day. And so, you know, from my job experience, job I had before the one I had now it was it could be any day of the week mm-hmm. and it got to a point where the money is not good enough to keep doing this mm-hmm. okay and so I explained I said there's one thing you can never get back and that's your time yeah okay you can get a job and you can get paid and earn more money mm-hmm. okay <clears throat> you, you might spend it on some frivolous things sometimes but if you're working, you can earn that. Right. You can earn money. Right. And, you know, every two weeks get your check. Mm-hmm. Okay? But when you miss something or you don't set aside, you know, time to do something, that ain't coming back. Right. So think about it before you make that decision. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because what, what are we chasing? You know, we, yeah. we all get into this idea that we got to chase money. We got to have more and more and more and more and it, more. It, and the thing is, is that we give ourselves permission to overwork. But we are so hesitant to give ourselves permission to relax. Get your time. And get your mental space in, in, in defending and guarding your peace of mind. Because that affects everything else. Yes, it does. It affects your family life. It affects how you are at work. And then, and then the more peaceful you are within yourself... The less drama at work is going to affect you, the less, you know, you'll, you'll build healthier relationships, even in at, at work, even if they're just not like friendships, but just work affiliations, you know, 
then you won't let anyone walk all over you or, or push the boundaries of which your workload can extend. So if you don't like your job, you don't like the money you're getting on your job. And you, and you don't, don't like, like the, the people. people at your job, <laughs> right. those things might converge yes. in a way that might not be the best. Right. Because you're going to be walking around with that stress and it might be the day that you have time. Right. And everybody knows what I mean when I say I got time today. Yes. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> um, and that could go bad. So, yeah, it can. It you can. know, make sure you're taking time for yourself and relax and don't push yourself too hard especially to chase money right you know what i mean don't yeah it's kind of kind of gotta weigh it yeah you you check don't i i i like to say or i i did say it one time to internally Mm -hmm. you know i'm i'm gonna stop chasing money i'm gonna chase the job i'm gonna chase the job that fits what i do Right. I'm going to chase the job that makes me comfortable, that fits into my life. Right. As opposed to... That you actually can enjoy doing or at least be content with. Right. As opposed to, oh, I'm I'm chasing what this annual salary is without thinking and considering what I'm going to have to give up to get that. Right. Now, if you can find both, if you can find, if if you can find and already and or already have that, that's wonderful. Yeah. Okay, I'm just saying, you know. It's very blessed. Yeah, it's very blessed. I'm just saying, you know, don't, you know, you chasing money and taking away from your from your life and your family and your mental um, health. You know what I mean? It just yeah. it can affect you in, in some bad ways sometimes. Yeah, and the and the thing is that it it will bleed. It will bleed into the rest of your life, the other yeah. aspects of your life. If you're not happy at work. Indeed. So it's like finding the medium. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's like really getting down to the basics and having a conversation with yourself. Like you have to prioritize things. What's important to you? Is, yeah. it, is it doing doing what you want to do for a decent amount of money or doing what you hate for a lot of money? Hmm. The stress level, all of that, the time that it takes, the time that it takes away from your family. What are What things are important to you? And so have that conversation with yourself and your spouse. And then be able to um, explore and have difficult conversations after that. Because sometimes it is a difficult conversation because maybe your spouse is not on board with you being a workaholic. (laughs) (laughs) In the beginning, maybe. Going out there and get that money. Uh, (laughs) You know, that can change. Well, I mean, it depends. Yeah. Yeah. So So, you ready to get out of here? Yeah, we're going to wrap it up. Indeed. So dads. Fellas. Yeah. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Day. Don't let your wives work you to death tomorrow. Really? Don't let your job work you to death tomorrow if you have to work. Give yourself permission with everybody to have a mental day. Oh, dads out there, enjoy your ties. Enjoy your socks. (laughs) And your pressure washers and your tools and your, your, your... car tool whatever that is and enjoy the summer projects that's or, to come because that's what you got as a father's you day got brother. a hammer now you gotta hang up some pictures <laughs> now you gotta go do some work <laughs> no, enjoy that saw saw make, make me a stool <laughs> too bad you don't do woodwork um listen <laughs> i do my own woodwork we thank y'all for listening thank y'all for checking this out 
Thank y'all for following us on all the platforms. We appreciate yes. it. We're going to keep this thing going. We're coming up on our one year anniversary next month. Next month, and we'll send out a little so, something. Yeah, so we'll be doing the live on, on that. The page. So it, yeah. it's, been a, it's been a journey. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about that. It's kind of been coasting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll talk about that and where we started, where we're at now, and, you know, our outlook on, you know, what we think about that and, you know, because there's plenty of podcasts out there. Yeah. You know, how our podcast um, has done for us what it's done for us personally. Yeah. And how we've grown from that. So, until for next sure. time. Be good, y'all. Be good, everybody. See you next time. Yeah.